Yeah, Can't flew down here to play golf this weekend. Right. A lot colder up where I am. Where are you from? In Maryland. Maryland, okay. That's uh, golfing in between the snow, uh, no? Oh, uh, yeah. Almost. I played in 30 degrees before I came down here. Oh, really? Yeah, the okay. ground was frozen. I couldn't put a tee in the ground. <laughs> that is so weird. Like, how do you... Jeez, like in a winter jacket, how can you swing even in, in... Yeah, well, that was like right after that freeze came through. And so the freeze came through and it was like minus 10. Uh -huh. And so being outside in that, and then when it warmed up to 30, I was like, oh, it's not that bad out here. So I went out on the golf course. And uh, it wasn't that, I mean, just, you know, it's kind of relative, right? Like, so, but... I call that fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> like extremely so. Go and play golf at 30 degrees. Alright. <laughs> Are you a professional golfer? Oh no, far from. I just oh, love it. Timothy, do you mind if I record our ride for my YouTube channel? Uh, not a problem. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll give you my card. YouTube channel, okay. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta try things in life, no? Mm -hmm. I just started a couple of weeks ago, so it's not much yet, but it's growing. Mm -hmm. I'm publishing, and uh, I'm enjoying doing it. Yeah. Uh, so. what, what times of the day do the best content? Ah, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't drive in those hours <laughs> to get the best content. <laughs> Because all the, the drunks are after 10 p.m. Yeah. And that's when I'm long home. Okay. Yeah. No, that's actually uh, true that the people that go out and that are lit, so to speak, you know, mm -hmm. that's indeed uh, in the evenings. And probably not in Naples, though. You, know, you gotta drive from Miami for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I went out on a little bar district down there where that cigar bar lounge thing is down uh, in Naples. And oh, the um, Blue Hawaii or something? I think no, I think that's what, yeah, and it, it's like, it was like a cigar bar, but it was like kind of like a club. I mean, it's a club, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's open on the sides, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it yeah, uh, got a little wild down there yeah. in Naples. Yeah, that's true. There's a few places, not too many, but I mean, if you look at Miami and all the clubs over there, it's just like a non-stop circus. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This dies down after midnight, 1, p 1 a.m. I think like Naples is like quiet and closed down. Uh, <laughs> no, this is four days, uh, well, five days away, but four days in a row of golfing, so... My body's oh. tired now. I bet. I don't. Uh... So, so is this like a like a tournament or something? No, not no. at all. This is me by myself. A hobby. Yeah, a hobby. Coming down here and playing. And so, and then, kind of, what kind of average do you do? Like, or how do golfers talk? 
about their yeah, so scores? You, you're either, you usually you're either above 100. What does or, that mean if you're above 100? So I, I'm a complete no-no oh, okay. when it comes to golfing. You're, um, so above 100 is, uh, so golfing starts at par. All right. And what I par is, yeah. uh -huh. is the number of shots you get to right. finish the course. Right. And anything above par is, you know, can worse, I guess. It's right. always worse, but below par than, yeah. is better. It's the, so the lower the score, the higher, the better you are. Right. Um, and then golfers are usually divided into categories, or average golfers are divided into categories of above 100, 90s, 80s. And then if you're in the 70s, you're considered what's called like scratch golfer and um and that's like the level right before professional okay but so a hundred that means that the the course is set to a hundred swings the course is set to 72 and it takes Always. you 100 oh it's 18 holes 18 holes and it's usually set between 70 and 72 most most golf courses are usually set between 70 and 72 par. for par Mm -hmm. And so then if you're 100, then you're lagging 30 swings right. for a course. Yeah, yeah so roughly. If you're, if you're right at 100, you are 28 over par. Usually. But that means that if you're on par, mm -hmm. then that's when you start becoming a professional. That's when you get in the conversation. If you can shoot that, the professionals <laughs> shoot that all the time. Oh, right? Amazing. Every time they yeah. go out, they shoot that or lower. Sometimes on their bad days they may shoot just above, right? right. Wow. But if if let's say for me, if okay. I you know in ten years I keep playing and one day I shoot a seventy-two, uh -huh. right? That at that point I would probably be averaging like when I go out in the seventies, uh -huh. I might be seventy-nine, seventy-eight, and then I have a good day and I shoot a seventy-two. Right, and um, so like for me right now, I'm in the hundred. I'm in the one hundreds. I am one hundred to one hundred five. On a good day, I'll shoot in the nineties. But that sounds to me like you're a complete loser. <laughs> <laughs> because here, this is it. The, the goal is seventy. Yeah. You're managing ninety yeah. on a good day. Yeah. So and that, it, like, I, so I am. I'm a complete loser. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm sure you're not. But, but I will, I'm a I'm a 300 probably. Right. But the, it's uh. So the the percentage wise, I believe I think I think uh, it's something like 40 percent of golfers will shoot in the 100s. Right. Oh, now you're talking. Um, and then so. You'll, you know, beyond that 40%, only, so then, you know, a, per, a percentage will get into the 90s. And I think in, to get into the 80s, if you shoot in the 80s, I think you're in the top 20% of, wow. of all golfers. Golfers. If you shoot in the 80s. Are you way above? Uh, and um, and then if you shoot, if you shoot par, you are in the top 1%. Wow. of all golfers I had never I had no clue that par was such a difficult thing to reach oh god actually. yeah and that is it sounds like an impossibility and it sounds so amazing what these guys are doing now suddenly right so when you watch those guys on TV mm. 
you go out here to the course I just played and the best golfer, you know, out there beats the crap out of everybody, maybe shooting in the 70s, 75. Mm -hmm. They would they wouldn't even make it onto the TV when you watch wow. those guys on it. They're not even in the yeah. same stratosphere as those guys. Yeah. You know, and so it's so many levels to this. To to golf. So is Tiger your like one of your role models maybe or because I just well, not a role model. Not a role model. <laughs> oh good point. <laughs> we don't want to start crashing all, right. all of that. No. But but uh <laughs> But no, Tiger, he, he was amazing to watch. And yeah. um, even for like for new, like people who don't play golf, mm -hmm. that guy was amazing to watch. Yeah, he was amazing to watch. Yeah. And so, yes, I think he did, you know, get me into golf. But also because like golf is typically an old white guy's game kind of thing. He comes this young black guy with a lot of charisma, I would say, mm -hmm. a lot of good talk. And then you go like, what? Wait, what's happening here? And then you switch on the TV. You want to yeah. watch a guy like that. And then he swings like the crap out of everybody else. Yeah. I love a story like that. Right. That's just amazing. And just for that charisma, for that story, I there was a period in my life where I watched golf quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, he brought so many people to the sport. Like he, yeah, he did. He did bring me to YouTube, it. For you said. Yeah. And um, huh. I mean, and you think about it like that too, like. He won the Masters yeah. by, I think it was between 15 and almost 20 strokes, like beating the best golfers in the world uh -huh. by, you know, what, almost what I'm shooting. You know, it's like they were shooting against me and, you know, and beating me the way they would beat me. Yeah, it was amazing. And, and he beat them like that. I mean, that's just crazy. You know, and so when when those people when those people come about, you know, your Tigers, your Jordans, your Gretzkys, yeah, exactly, and things exactly, like that, yeah, like those yeah, types yeah. of guys, like it's, it's a once once in a lifetime right. kind of person that you see, right? Like Messi with soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, God bless and Pele, who just uh, passed away. Mm -hmm. Sad story, but. Uh, we all go, but uh, yeah, those, those, that, those were the days. How is he doing now, Tiger? I've, I haven't been following. I him. think he just oh, played recently, he but he's, he's, is. I mean, you know, he got in that accident right? and broke right. his leg, and right. you know, it's just not, not going to be the, you know, that not going to be the same after same that, because golf is the swing is so much. You know, torque through your hips, and um, and and you know, you think about it like, oh, it's in your arms, but no, yeah. the whole swing is through your hips oh, and really? your your torso. And you know, if he can't generate that on a consistent basis like he was, and you know, you just you won't see the same tiger that you saw before. And he's got a limp right now and everything, so because of the accident. Yeah, <clears throat> that's sad. I mean, the accident, the multiple surgeries, the knee replacement, the back surgery, like, wow, wow. you know, he's, for him to even play at a professional level at this point is still a marvel. Yeah, right. Uh, considering, you know, all of the trauma that he's put his body through. And so, did, did that 
trauma happen because of the golf, because of the style that he plays or so, or the way that he... Yeah. It's too much strain on his body? Yeah, he... The original thing, the, the knee replacement, he wore his cartilage out on his lead knee um, because of the way that he swings and the yeah. torque that he has to put through that. Um, and then there's sways or what we call back bends and he was one of the best at it and but it puts a lot of pressure through your lower back uh -huh. and um, he ended up having to get a fusion of his lumbar spine and um, and so he changed his he had to change his swing around in order to you know not put so much pressure on that stuff and you know he just wasn't wasn't the same after that wow. I guess once you're in top sport and that becomes your income, but also your lifestyle, that is so difficult to just not do that anymore. You continue until your body breaks. Oh yeah. But the mind over the body, and so the body cannot follow where the mind wants to go. Kind of thing, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so sad. Is this son also playing? Yeah, his son. Son looks just like him. Yeah, on the course and everything, swings just like him, mannerisms. Oh, really? So, is he as good as him? I mean, that's and see, that's the thing. It's a, it's a shame to, you know, put that type of pressure on a kid. Right. But his son is really good. He's really good. You know, is anybody ever going to be good like Tiger? Right. Probably not. Like, you know, until maybe another one but for the chances of it being his son you know yeah, the whole world's gonna put a spotlight on that kid right and, like it's and say hey, okay show us right they, they right. want to see it because that's the bar now he has he yeah. his bar can't be you know the best college player in the world right his bar can't be the best amateur in the world it's best player in the world if you're not that then who are you and that's which is not that's fair. unfortunate yeah that is yeah no, you right. know but you know it's it, it's very few like like i mean like in racing right dale earnhardt jr i don't know if you ever followed nascar but here um dale earnhardt is mm. probably the best nascar was the best nascar racer ever right. before um oh man got it just retired um but Dale Earnhardt Jr., his son, you know, he came up and carried the same name and all of that stuff, and he was pretty good, you know, but and I thought he, he carried himself well for carrying that name. He won some races, won some big ones. And, but never never on that level. Like, yeah. all in all, he was a great racer, but never as good as the greatest. But it, it also happens the other way, though, because, like, uh, talking about racing, Max Verstappen, who's uh -huh. Dutch, well, I'm Dutch, so I follow him. Uh, his dad was a, a very good Formula One uh, racer, mm -hmm. uh, but never really won races, wasn't exceptional. Mm -hmm. But then he raised his son with everything that he knew, and his son was just blowing everybody else off the field, yeah. you know? Yes. And it's yes. thanks to the fact that the kid grew up. Uh, in such a racing environment, and that was so 
so so good for him. Right? Yes. And I could see that happen with, like with the son of Tiger. That kid has the best teacher in the world. But but that's and then that's you, you grow up in the life of of, of golf. But, but that's that's different though. Like, mm -hmm. okay, Verstappen's dad was a great was a good racer on right. the on the Formula One circuit. Right. But Verstappen, Max Verstappen, didn't have to grow up. Like, are you? Oh, so are you going to be the best in the world? As that the best in the world was not. Did not have to be yeah, his yeah. bar, his like, floor. That's what's happened to Schumacher, right? Right. 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 Schumacher's exactly. son does not reach the same bar. Yeah. Right. Imagine, right, and imagine Lewis Hamilton's son, like right. having, like it's it's or now if Verstappen Definitely. keeps going the way he he is, imagine his son. Right. You know, having the because I mean, what Verstappen? I think he didn't he set set a record or something for the amount of points he beat people by this year yeah he did yeah. like jesus i went to i went to a formula one race and um, oh you did and Where? uh jesus, south of france south um france. not 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 the uh not uh, the monaco but it's with these the other blue lines on the circuit yeah it's so. up in the mountains off of uh off of versailles not versailles off of uh Mar marseille mm -hmm. it's it's right outside of marseille we went this year. Wow, nice! And um, I like I, I like Formula One. I lived I lived two years in Spain uh -huh. um, when I was in the military. And so, um, but yeah, so we'll so go. You went also to Formula One races in Barcelona. We did not. I didn't make it, and that was my thing. I wanted to go to one when I left Spain. I wanted to. I never made one, so I was like, <laughs> I'm coming back, and I'm gonna, you know, go to one go day, to yeah. one. Yeah. So we'll pick we're picking a, we'll pick another race next season and, and go, go to it. You're not gonna see the one here in Miami. Are they gonna also ride drive in um, Las Vegas? Uh, I think they're gonna do an extra uh, race this year in the U.S. Hmm. I so they have Austin and Miami, right? Austin, Miami, and then I think Las Vegas is gonna be added to that. Hmm. Not sure though, but. Um, so how's the sound now of Formula One? Is that still amazing or? The sound? Because, yeah, because I once saw a race in the 90s and what blew me away, that was in Belgium, and what blew me away was the sound of the race cars. Yeah. Oh, they're loud. Screaming. Yes. Oh, they stay loud. Mm -hmm. They stay uh -huh. loud now. So, um, okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's different. Like, like Lewis Hamilton's is kind of like a screaming loud. And then Verstappen is kind of like a roaring loud, and oh, right. then so they, like the other cars different. is different uh -huh. because I think Verstappen is like a hybrid. The, it, they're all hybrids. They're all hybrids. But they do have different engines, or I mean, like builds. So yeah, they do sound a little different. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was surprised that the really di the main difference between a lot of the, the cars sounded different. Ah, funny. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, they were they were loud. Um, huh. Oh, you sure are into sports, eh? It's, yeah. So can I ask, what do you do? I'm an orthopedic surgeon. Orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. So that is like um, knees and yep. things bones, like that. muscles, joints, all the tiger's injuries. I oh. do all of that stuff. Oh wow. Yeah. <clears throat> you look young though for a surgeon. Thank you. 
I mean, I was expecting like maybe assistant surgeon or something like that. <laughs> but you do sur surgery? Oh, look at that. That's sweet. Uh, yeah, that's McLaren. nice. Hey, you don't see too many of those. Wow. She's trying to follow him. Yeah. I, uh. No yes, way. I do surgery. I. I was a surgeon in the military before oh. doing, uh, getting out and having my own company. Thank you for your service, uh, sir. Deputy. Yeah, no problem. Where did you serve? I, um, most, of, most of my time was in Virginia, but okay. also in California and in Spain. You were part of the medical team? Yes. Doing surgeries as well? And uh, one and one tour in Afghanistan. You did. How was that? Never want to go again, but <laughs> but it was it was eye opening in a lot of ways. Very much. Um, I ended up I uh, got a peace tattoo on my back after getting back from Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. Mm. A lot of things you never want to see again. Yeah, I can imagine that. Wow. Well, again, thanks for your service. Just uh, thanks to people like you that um, we're a free country. Yeah, that's, well, that's what we tell ourselves, yes. desert in Afghanistan and you know it's, I think they they consider themselves free too before we rolled over there and the people are living there right <laughs> it's like I mean they don't they don't recognize any government they don't recognize any you know uh, govern or governing body but that's also why you know a group like Taliban can come in and basically rule them too so but if they don't then they, they just mind their business and farm their land grow their opium and marijuana because that's all it grows yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a livelihood and so then here the Americans come and I'm sure that they were not uh, receiving you with open arms uh, it was a very, very diff weird dynamic and a difficult thing to pull off. Mm. You know, you're thinking about like, uh, you know, our goal over there to win the hearts and minds of the people. And, you know, and so you don't want to do anything to make the people upset, right? Mm. And so... Our Marines, you know, you ask our Marines over there for the rules of engagement, and they are not allowed to fire upon anyone unless they are first fired upon. upon. Right? So you can see an enemy, 
with mm-hmm. a weapon. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to engage. They can't engage. They can point the weapon at you. You can't engage. Wow. They have to fire the weapon, and <clears throat> then you can engage. Oh, that's extreme. Right? And so you, so you think about that in one hand, right? Like, and you were asking 18-year-old Marines to follow those rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. But then I'll take it to another another hand here. Our police officers can't follow. We right. can't we can't make a rules of engagement for that. Right. You know we That's where people get killed all the time and they don't even have a weapon. Right. But it's it was that was a weird dynamic for me when I was over there to to kind of hear that and hear the marines complain about the rules of engagement and um you know it's they were like i could have you know because i'm taking care of them when they get injured and right. they get hit yeah and uh you know they're saying i i could have doc i could have got him but you know he hadn't fired yet mm-hmm. and but i saw him you know i was watching him yeah so but then he shot first yeah and then he's on your tail. Mm-hmm. And that's crooked, right? But I mean, but you know, the, all it takes when you're in that conflict, you can be good for you know a year and nothing happens. Mm. But then, as soon as somebody kills an innocent person, that whole year is we're back oh. to square one. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Right? Like it's so. It, it was kind of I don't know. It was a difficult situation to. Yeah, you know, be you know, something that cannot be one. I think in the long run. <clears throat> but then I, when I see what's happening now in uh, Afghanistan with uh, the women, mm-hmm. that is just so sad too. You know, yeah. <clears throat> that's uh, because that is what the Americans did accomplish. There's a lot of uh, freedoms also for yeah. women and and some justice. And, Partial democracy in the country that is just ruled by <clears throat> by Islam, basically. Um, and now they're back to square one, also. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I can't really there? speak on mm. the stuff up north. I wasn't up there. the The northern, you know, place Kabul, the more yeah. more uh, you know civilized places, I guess, more built up places. Mm-hmm. Um, that recognized government and things like that. I was down south in the more farm country and um, desert mm-hmm. area. So mm-hmm. I guess I think, and I think the war looked different down where we were than it did up in the, big in cities. the cities yeah, as well. So, but I, yeah, I hear they, you know, yeah, they did good things for them while they were there. Why did this war get started anyway? Within the last 20 years or so? Was that 2001? Right, yeah. 9-11 bombings? That's why it got started? That's when we went into Afghanistan and then we, right after the World Trade Center. And then, uh, and then it pivoted to Iraq. And then we went focused back in Afghanistan. But... Who knows the real reasons for everything? Right. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. All right, here we are. But well, this was an enlightening uh, 
conversation for me. I learned a lot about golf. <laughs> yeah. Right? And a lot of Afghanistan for that matter. Yeah. These trips are too short. You're an interesting uh, person. Well, thank you. And mm -hmm. Enjoy your time here at the beach maybe a little bit. Yeah, before I get on the plane. Exactly, before you go. Oh, you go to the plane today? Yeah, it's a six o'clock flight. All right, good luck, man. Yeah, nice talking to you. Yeah, have a good one. All right, you too. Bye bye. Oh, jeez. I just drove away with this. <laughs> Jeez, Mark. No tip from this guy then. <laughs> well, it was a great conversation. Thank you, Timothy.